Hello, hello. This is Courtney Joe with Holy Sabbath Podcast. And today we are going to go ahead and get started with a prayer. We are going to pray in the name of Jesus. So, dear Heavenly Father, I just come to you out of, you know, your mighty, powerful ways. Lord God, you have authority over heaven and earth. That authority, that power is given to Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. And I just pray in his name because he is the one who deserves the glory. He is the one who deserves us just sacrificing and struggling and just really giving us, giving him all that we have. Jesus is my everything. And um, I just pray that that this little bit of time I give you tonight is pleasing to you, uh, Holy Father. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Okay, so it's just speaking out to me. We're going to talk about... uh, (laughs) Walking in the spirit of the flesh. It's just what's kind of jumping out at me right here on the Bible. And then also over here in my notebook too. It's kind of just like jumping out like boom. Like jumping out at me like that. And so are you bouncing, you know, from task to task? I picture a huge obstacle course. And in order to get to the other side, you must jump from a box to box until you reach a window. Now you have jumped through the window and went too far. <laughs> this is how mental health can feel in any of the categories. Or for some in depression, you don't even make it, okay? You don't even make it to the window. And I know how that can be too. So in Galatians 5, 16, it says, Walk in the Spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. How hard is it in this world today for Christians? I mean, we've got a lot of lukewarm Christians out there, right? It, it, they're... They're not hot. They're not cold. They're just, they want to pick what they want in their own salad. And I've just been preaching this message for some time now. God has really laid it on my heart. Like either choose the hot or choose the cold. Because even in the book of Revelation, Jesus talks about, you know, he is going to spit out the lukewarm. Okay. And in the book of Revelation, it's a little bit scary in there, but Jesus says like that he has seven horns, he has seven eyes, his eyes are like fire, and when he breathes, fire comes out, okay, y'all? So it's like, I know who I want to fear, I know who I want to serve, but more so than that, Jesus just wants to teach us, you know, about how being, having godly character, being a better person, how as Gentiles we are grafted into uh, the Christ, um, just being followers of Jesus, and in John sixteen thirty three, you know, Jesus tells us about how he leaves, you know, peace be with you. He says, my peace I leave with you, but not as the world gives to you, but to take heart because he has already overcome the world. You know, Jesus really gives us that peace beyond understanding. You know, do you find yourself bitter or anxious, jealous or greedy? Are you lustful for a man or a woman cheating on your spouse? In Matt 5.28, Jesus says that even when we look at a man or woman with lust, that we have already committed adultery in our hearts. You know, and how true, how true is that? How is your daily struggle going today? I want to know about your struggles. I struggle too. It's been rough. I, for the most part, since January 1st, have made the decision to, you know, fast in a way where, um, 
you know, I've given up a food, but there's other things that are like taking place of that. And it's not God, you know, it's like Facebook or, you know, thinking I have to do other things. And, um, so it's really just not going the way that I wanted it to go. And, uh, we're going to go back to Galatians, you know, the, the desires of the flesh, you know, what were my true intentions when I made the decision to fast? You know, those are the things that God looks at. Those are the things that Jesus, you know, is all about. Where are, is our true heart's intentions? You know, we could, I just want to say like, we could do nice things for people, but what is the true, like, why are we truly doing that? Is it because we struggle with being a people pleaser or maybe we want something out of that person one day, even if it's years down the road, or maybe it just kind of gives us that really good feeling inside when we do something like that for somebody else. You know, but Jesus says that we are to, to, to serve as if we're serving the Lord. And I really speak that over my life, like especially over holiday seasons, right? We just went through the holidays and it's just about, uh, doing everything somebody asks you to do, uh, as if you're serving the Lord. And that's really how I got through this holiday season. So again, Galatians chapter 5 verse 16 so I say walk by the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh for the flesh desires what is contrary to the spirit and the spirit what is contrary to the flesh they are in conflict with each other so that you are not to do whatever you want I'll say that again you are not to do whatever you want that was huge for me Uh, It really did convict me, and I still stand by that truth in this scripture, this Bible. I mean, all of the Bible I stand by, but that is really one that God really is like, you you belong to me. You are not to do whatever it is that you want. But if you are fed by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Mm. Thank you, Jesus, right? I kind of speak on, you know, my spirit being fed. I've said that around people before and there have been things I've done in my past that I've really cared about but it it wasn't I wasn't serving Christ by doing that I was actually just serving myself I was actually struggling with being a people pleaser uh very selfish of me actually and I didn't even want to stop doing that to take care of my grandma so it was um not of the spirit uh that was the desire of the flesh and you know I'm not going to allow the enemy to steal that from me any longer or to continue to lie to me about um the things that I've done in my past that's why I've had to step away from some things I've stripped myself of everything so that I could know who I am not only in Christ but know who my soul is like know who my soul is where it is that my soul is going when my body my flesh dies here on earth I want to know who my soul is strip me of everything Lord strip me of all of it take me out of the gym take me away from friends help you know take away the job take away the grandma take away the foundation of a place to live take it all away take away the addictions take away the men take away the sex take away the money take it all away so that I know truly who I serve and what my spirit is and who my soul is I just really wanted to be able to know who I am (laughs) and I can't I couldn't do that being around um 
just so many other people, I really had to strip myself of all of that. And I'm so glad that I did. You know, when you walk in the spirit, you don't, you don't want evil desires anymore. For example, sex, you know, um, then the Lord, then the, you know, you question it and you argue with the Lord, you know, it's like, how can you go so long without craving sex and then it all of a sudden come back up on you again it's really like people want to use it oh it's human nature it's a part of your body and everything but I uh this is something that um I'm very proud to say that because of Jesus Christ I have not been um in a relationship for six years and what counts is you know that I am a new creation today and that I have new morals and values and that I know what I stand on and I know that what I want and I know that God is going to fulfill, you know, that promise. It's his promise, not mine. He's the one who said that he is going to take a stick of Judah and a stick of Joseph and make it one. And so I believe in that and I'm not going to continue to pray for something. I'm going to be content with, with where I'm at and, and what I have and who I am. So I'm going to skip forward here. Chapter 6, you know, it says in verse 11, See what large letters I use as I write to you with my own hand. This is Paul talking. He says, Those who want to impress people by means of the flesh are trying to compel you to be circumcised. The only reason they do this is to avoid being persecuted for the cross of Christ. Amen to that. Not even those who are circumcised keep the law, yet they want you to be circumcised that they may boast about your circumcision in the flesh. May I never boast except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, through which the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. Neither circumcision nor uncircumcision means anything. What counts is the new creation, peace and mercy to all who follow this rule to the Israel of God. And of course you're like, okay, that's really confusing to me. And I totally get it. But so I'll tell you about a story like in Joshua and it's something that people don't really talk about. Right. And so what, what people want may want to preach on is like, you know, get your trumpets, blow your trumpets, dance around. You know, God has led us into the land that he has promised to give us. Um, and here we are, we have taken over the land. We have defeated our enemies. Uh, we claim victory, right? Uh, blow your trumpets and dance around. Um, but what you don't realize is that right before they had to go into this land, they had to be circumcised. And so they've all just come out of surgery. Like they've just had their, you know, what's, you know, cut and they're adults. And then they have to, they're commanded to go and blow their trumpets and dance. I mean, could you imagine like how uncomfortable that would be? And it's the same for us even today. You know, we're not, it could be surgery, right? I mean, God, God could, you could have had hip surgery and then God calls you, okay, now walk. Now he commands you to walk. And it's kind of like the same thing. It's like all God requires of us is to walk in obedience, really. I mean, he he loves the burnt offerings and the sacrifices and the fasting and all of that kind of stuff. And that really does truly bring his blessings in our life. But he wants us to walk in obedience. And, you know, something else that he's really just been saying is, you know, like pray big prayers, you know without asking for a bunch of things, but it's just like pray some big stuff. You know, I've really been thinking about like, well, God, could I just like 
show up at a hospital and go in there and be like, hey, can I go somewhere and just like pray for people? Or the homeless out on the streets. You see them at McDonald's. I sit there and I run to my car and I get in my car and I take off and I don't even think about going over to their table and praying with them. I mean, yeah, I'll I'll give the homeless some money off the streets, but it's like I'm not stopping to talk with them and pray with them or anything. And I just, the Lord's convicted me about that too. I mean, really, where are you implementing your ministry like you're serving? I mean, that's what Jesus Christ calls us to do is to go out in the streets and like really serve. And there's a lot of good ministries going on out there today. I have a couple of um, projects I'm working on. One is called How to Become a Sunflower in 90 Days. It is a 90-day devotional for mental health and spiritual warfare. Mainly, it's just like renouncing witchcraft off of you. There's people out there that are evil. I mean, they're using crystals. They're they're saying chants, and they're casting out spells, and they're just really having a lot of evil you know, thoughts about people, and that does cause harm. And so you've got to know how to spray to to pray and to defeat the enemy and i wrote a song i absolutely like the song but i still have to work on it a little bit and so anytime god gives me something i'm like jumping on it and i want to hurry up and put it out there or whatever because it's like i don't feel like i'm doing enough for you lord is i don't think i'll ever do enough for god you know i think i'll always feel that way but um you know, I know how to defeat the enemy. It's by speaking tongues and claiming victory. No arrow shot can pierce my throat or bad juju will cause me to cry. Why? Because Jesus Christ died for me. He taught me through the power of his word to speak the scripture and learn. I learn the truth. I speak the fire. My tongue is not poisoned, but gives life and inspires. I know how to defeat the enemy where before I was a coward. Gave myself a lesser title, but now I know I'm worth more. I'm worth more than the birds, more than the grass that withers away. I won't be among those who boast, because the last will come first and the first will come last. I will be among those like angels. Jesus taught me my worth. I'm not meant to be put in a box, told who I can be. I scale any wall, because my God is with me. He trains my hands for battle, the battle against the enemy. My fight is not against flesh and blood, but against the dark forces in the spiritual world. People do not know what they do, and I ask my Father in heaven to forgive them too. No more will I let a person control me. I make my own decisions because God commanded me. I make my own decisions because God commanded me. He says, I do not care what you... Add to your burnt offerings and sacrifices. Go ahead and eat the meat. Just obey me. Walk in obedience, says the Lord. Produce its fruit. Put into practice what you learn from my word. Seek counsel and pray to me. Do not have for yourselves the God of Baal and do not judge. Luke 6.37 Because in the same way that you judge, you will be judged. I know how to defeat the enemy. I remain confident that I will see the goodness of God in the land of the living. I will wait on the Lord. I won't jump ahead on his promises when I hear about them. I believe in who God says I am. 
He calls me a well-watered tree, planted next to the river where my roots run deep. He calls me the myrtle and the juniper, beautiful bushes with blooming flowers. He calls me his fragrant offering. Jesus lifts me up to God as if I'm on a platter full of fruit pleasing. God calls me one of twelve thousand, one in the tribe of Joseph, one of a hundred and forty-four thousand. I am marked by, by God, and I belong to Jesus. I know how to defeat the enemy by staying true to what God tells me, by exhausting all idols, taking away everything that once made me. Today I am living proof that God is a more and God is enough. Amen to that. I know how to defeat the enemy by speaking tongues and claiming victory. But really I just kind of wanted to talk a little bit about the spirit and the flesh and how to, you know, pray for discernment on being able to know the difference between them. Um, you know, the, I took psychology and the way I learned it in psychology is, you know, that, um, you know, the spirit is life. It doesn't talk bad about people. I don't care who the pe person is or what they've done. Like, they do not degrade people, people who walk in the spirit, um, people who are in the flesh. It's like a lot of ego. And then I like to call the super ego the enemy. <laughs> but, you know, that's just me. And it could be other people, too. But, um... I really enjoyed my psychology class where they kind of explained the difference in, in the identity of the people when it comes to the spirit, the flesh, and the enemy, and how you can tell which one you're in whenever, you know, you're doing something. And one thing that God taught me is that um, I said, God, you know, how will I be able to tell the difference between, like, me and just any other people? Because God has called me to lead his people. And he says, you will know by my presence. And that just spoke to me. I mean, it just, of course, that's how I'll know. Like, because I know that when God is around, like, people aren't comparing things or making you take sides or just degrading, you know. So, but anyway, I hope you enjoyed a little bit of time with me today. I've got to get the little one out of the bath now. And for you viewers, you got a little bit of behind the scenes on how it is that I record a podcast. Um, but catch me next time and I'll do some more behind the scene things where I'm actually like dwelling, diving into the Bible, doing some studies and how it is that I look it up and stuff like that. So anyway, we'll see you next time.